Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live around the world. This is The Ryan Lindsay Show. Phone lines are open to speak with Ryan or any of his guests at 319-527-6702 or email Ryan. The email address is ryan at ryanlindsayshow.com. Now, here's Ryan Lindsay. Once again, broadcasting live from the gorgeous Northwoods of Wisconsin, I am Ryan Lindsay, and we're going to have a good show for you tonight. I know I say that every night, don't I? But this one, I I really mean it this time. Uh, We're going to talk with John Russell, psychic John Russell. We're going to talk about his book, Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead, and we'll take your calls if you have questions about the book, if you have a ghost story. Uh, then uh, we will want to hear that. Or if you'd like a, uh, a mini psychic reading from John Russell, then uh, feel free to call in 319-527-6702. Already have a couple callers on the line. One thing I want to remind you, when you're on hold, um, remember to press the number one if you want to go on the air. That kind of raises your hand to me and lets me know that you want to go on the air. So press that number one if, uh, if you actually want to go on the air. So uh, I'm going to introduce my uh, co-host, as always, joining me, Tamara Gleason. Tamara, how are you? Hi there. I'm good, good. Oh, the energy is a little intense. We always talk about the energy reports with this full moon coming. I haven't been sleeping very well. How have you been doing, Ryan? This morning, I've been up since 2.30 this morning. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I just woke up suddenly in yeah. 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 I, I didn't get to sleep till six thirty this morning, unlike me. But um but yeah, doing good tonight. You know, I slept in till noon because I could today. We have of <laughs> course the 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 Govins Farm, you know, haunted trail in Menominee, Wisconsin this weekend. So I kinda figured this is my weekend. So it it's good. But uh yeah, it's it's good. Definitely an interesting day in the neighborhood this week in America. Um, so yeah, we're, we're feeling it. We're, we're definitely feeling the intensity. Um, so it's just been, yeah, just breathe in, take lots of deep breaths, but great show tonight. Looking forward to John's readings. His readings are so spectacular as we know. We all get oh, yeah. a little bit. I always welcome, welcome people to listen and, you know, listening in and, and see what's what's out in the atmosphere. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm sure people are excited and eager to get readings. And I love that we're going to talk about ghost stories tonight. Tis the season. Yeah, the I hope we, are thin. I hope we yes. get a couple. Yeah, we'll, well, well, we'll definitely get some from John, but uh, hopefully we get a few ec- different ones from callers, too. So uh, remember, yeah. folks, the number to call in, 319-527-6702. John Russell. 
He has over 45 years of expertise as a professional psychic with a worldwide clientele and as a paranormal investigator who's witnessed over 800 supernatural manifestations. He's also been an avid motorcyclist for over 50 years, and his book is Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead. Very glad once again to welcome John Russell to the show. John, how are you? Ryan, I'm great. Tamara, how are you? Good, good. Nice to have you back on, John. We're so thrilled. Oh, bless your heart. I appreciate you guys so much, and it's always great to be back on. This is our Halloween show. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So hopefully we get a couple of calls with ghost stories. Well, I tell you, I've got a ton of them, as you you well know. And you guys were talking about not sleeping well, and that's been the Mm -hmm. same situation with me. And I think right now, you know, we're building up to that Halloween energy. We're only a few days away. Mm -hmm. And I think as that gets closer and closer, uh, the veil separating us from the other side gets thinner and thinner, simply because more people are paying attention. I mean, this is a time of year that uh, people uh, perform more rituals, more meditations, more prayers, um, so on and so forth. And I think that the uh, the spiritual realm, that those folks on the other side say, okay, they want to use this time to get closer and communicate, that's when we're going to start throwing out a lot of extra effort and energy. So I think as we get closer, that's a lot of what's happening, and that energy disturbs our sleep. Uh, if you've ever noticed, if you ever wake up 3 o'clock in the morning on the button, and uh, that's regardless of what time zone you're in, and that happens to people, it seems like, all over the world. I know all over the U.S., all my clients and, and people I've talked to, and there's something mystical about that 3 o'clock hour, and it seems like that's when spirits really try and come through or get our attention, and it wakes us up. And, you know, if you'd get up and uh, talk, meditate, hold a seance, do whatever, you might be amazed at the communication you get. Most of us just try and roll over and go back to sleep or else turn on the TV or read a book or uh, get up and get a glass of milk or whatever and try and shut it off. But uh, it might be an interesting thing if we tried to see, hey, who's trying to communicate and why? We might get something really interesting there. Yeah, really. You know, the last last couple of mornings, I just in that waking up stage, um, I'm I'm laying in bed there and just – kind of in the process of waking up but still thinking oh i could sleep for another hour or two and right and i all of a sudden feel this was the last couple mornings now i feel this uh, presence jump on the yep. bed like a like a cat right and that's right. that's, that's what cool. it felt like a cat a cat jumped on yeah. my bed and i have no cat <laughs> yeah we have no but cat have you here. had have you had cats in the past never have nope Never have. Okay. Then in that case, I would assume that, you know, the typical witch is familiar. We think of as being a cat. That's the typical familiar that we associate with that. So this being Halloween, that would be the logical, uh, you know, presence to have manifest itself to you to get your attention. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not uncommon to have. I've experienced that many times, having uh, the sensation of uh, of something or someone jump on the bed and uh, yeah. that's that's a very common thing, actually. Really? Yeah, it is. It wasn't it wasn't and... common for me. It scared me half to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. The now they've got your attention. <laughs> they do. Now they've they got do. your attention. Yeah. So it's a, but it is. It's it's a pretty common thing for people to experience. And uh, again, it's just a way for the other side to try and get our attention. 
and get us focused on communicating with them so that we can receive that guidance that we need from the other side so that our intuitions can be enhanced and so that we can better figure out which ways to go in our life. And uh, that's that's some of the first steps getting there. And, of course, like you say, it can be startling. It can frighten people. But I always tell people, you know, do your best not to be scared, not to be frightened. You know, tell the guys on the other side, say, hey, I'm welcome to your visits. Please don't startle me too much because it's going to startle you a little. You know, I mean, something comes through from the other side that you've never communicated with or, you know, something comes through from the invisible realm and becomes visible, it's going to startle you a little bit. It startles me still to this day. It doesn't scare me, but, uh, yeah, there are occasions that still startle me. So uh, just talk to the guys and tell them, hey, I, I want the input, I want the visitation, I want the communication, but try not to scare me to death when you do. <laughs> I'm going to put that put that caveat in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely, so, absolutely. So, so Tamara... Tamara, how about you get us into the ghost stories here? I know you've got some good ones. Real yeah. quick. Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? Well, one <laughs> of my favorite ghost stories, you know, as you know, Ryan, I've investigated from Gettysburg to the Old West Tombstone with all of our paranormal friends from those fun shows. Um, Bobby Mackey's Music World was a really fun um, paranormal hotspot that we researched with Shannon Sylvia, um, that is, you know, it's been on all the different ghost shows. It's called the portal to hell. And it is definitely a portal. But with any of these portals, it's it's what you, you know, like attracts like energy. But it, it's definitely a portal. One of the my favorite ghost stories was down in Iowa, down at in Clear Lake, uh, Iowa, at uh, Surf Ballroom. It wasn't intended to be a ghost hunt. We had just stopped in there. And if anybody knows, it's the acclaimed surf ballroom where Buddy Holly and, and uh, La Bamba, you know, the whole, the last place where the Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly played at. And wow. we, were going to, we were going to visit my grandma in the hospital, and we thought, wow, we'll stop in there real quick. And because there was a band playing, a, a heavy metal band, and I'd never been to the place, and I'm like, wow, with this, you know, such rich history, I'd love to go to this establishment. And my sister and I, it was really cold. It was right before, um, just the week before the anniversary of the snow, you know, the big winter uh, party there, the anniversary of it. We were, you know, it's a little Iowa town, you know, and uh, we were watching this rock band, and my brother, it was my sister and I, my brother. My brother was sitting at a table, and there was a, it was a cold night. There's probably maybe 100 people in there at, at this music festival. And we thought there was a Buddy Holly impersonator there standing right next to us, and we're like, oh, cool, we should get a picture taken with him. And he just stood there and watched the band, and we thought it was kind of strange that nobody was, like, paying attention to him. But, you know, it was a big hair band, and they were rocking out to him. And we wanted to go get a picture with them, you know, because we're at this location and we went to grab our camera and we turned around and he was gone and we're like, shoot, you know, he left. Where did he go? He couldn't have went anywhere. There was nowhere for him to go. So we figured it could have been a staff member that they had parading around dressed as Buddy Holly. And we asked my brother, Hey, did you see where he went? We want to get his, you know, he's like, I didn't even see him there. We're like, you didn't see Buddy Holly right there. No. <laughs> well, I went and talked to the, and I went and talked to the lady. And I mean, he was solid. He was an apparition. I'm a medium. I know what an apparition. I know when there's a spirit there, 
my sister and I both saw him. And uh, so I went up to the um, the elderly woman that t- took tickets because there was only one way in. And I said, yeah, where's your Buddy Holly impersonator that was here? She kind of gave me a strange look like, you saw him, huh? And I'm like, yeah, we want to get our picture taken with him. And she's like, did you see him over at the corner of the stage there? And I said, yeah. Well, he's been seen there many times. Mm. And then the goosebumps. And then the goosebumps. I said, there's nobody here that looks like Buddy Holly. And she's like, no, if he likes the band, he'll stand right up in the corner there. And just with his arms folded exactly like we saw him, just, you know, just hanging out there, you know. And so, yeah, Rayvon, buddy. I mean, we saw the spirit of Buddy Holly. The How week before excellent. the anniversary of his. So I, that was one of my favorite ones. I mean, just the How awesome is so that? Solid. How awesome is that? Yeah. Oh, That's exactly. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we talked to the custodian afterwards. And not only has Buddy been seen there many times, Many times the the bands that come there and will rehearse the night before and they'll hear, you know, young women crying out into the darkened audience, you know, the the tables. And so, yeah, they'll hear young women crying and crying in the bathroom is very common. So it's just, I mean, talk about the day the music died. You know, it is those portals just hold that, you know, think of, you know, at that time. That energy, there's so much energy there from so many moments in in music history. But that was one of my favorites because, like I said, to be able to physically see the apparition of Buddy Holly is pretty darn cool to me. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Of course. Tamara, that's a great story. you got to put this in a book. When when are you going to write your book? I know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, you know, I get that a lot. And you would think I would, uh, you know, do that. Uh, see, John just did his, so now I'm—he's kind of pushing me, you know. Yeah, there you go. You got to get it out there. <laughs> How many sure, times have sure. people told you to write a book, John, until you finally got it out there? Probably many. A lot of times, a lot of times, and then finally, <laughs> all the energy was right, the timing was right, and voila, there it is. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. It's with any creation. It's it's all right here. But yeah, I just have too many fantastic stories that uh but yeah, to see a solid apparition of Buddy Holly, that was one of my favorites. And to see it and witness it with my sister that isn't the psychic medium. And uh so that was pretty cool. It was a gift. I considered it a gift from Buddy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Sure. Sure. Well, John, you ready to take some calls? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. I was going to ask you this before we got on, but I didn't have time to, to catch you. How long do you want to go tonight? Uh, we can go however long you guys are comfortable with. We'll just, we'll just rock <laughs> on. What a guess. Okay. What a guess. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. 319-527-6702, folks, is the uh, number to call. And remember, press number one there when you uh, are on hold. That uh, indicates to me that you want to go on the air. We'll take the first caller here. Has been waiting the longest. Area code seven seven five. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with John Russell. How are you? Hi, everybody. My name is Wendy, and I am so thrilled to meet John Russell. Oh, bless your heart, Good. Wendy. Thank you. Wendy, where Thank are you calling you. from? Sacramento, California. Oh, okay. You have a question for John? Oh, I do. Um, 
I have been on a medical leave. Uh, I work in a call. I've worked in a call center for medical insurance, and um, I got ill with my back uh, in on January 14th, and I've not been back. I've been on a medical leave, and my employer got frustrated. They didn't want to wait anymore, so they did what is called an administrative separation from the company. Right. Which means they fired me. And um, they did this on the 19th day of this month. Two days later, on the 21st, I happened to get referred to um, a firm that has 98% success rate um, for uh, uh, doing what they did. And... uh, they, I did sign a contract. My attorney's name is Taylor, and his associate is Darren. Um, do you think that? And, and they're very picky about taking on any cases. I've heard, but by the grace of God, they accepted me quickly. Um, will I win a settlement, um, or will I change to a new attorney, or what do you see? Okay, just just real quickly. Uh, for one thing. I think the uh, the situation with your health happened to move you out of the circumstances you're in and get you into new circumstances, okay? Uh-huh. So I okay. think as time progresses, uh, your body will begin to heal itself and everything will begin to, to be right again when you're where you're supposed to be, okay? Uh-huh. Now, in the meantime, I would stick with the attorneys that you have. I think there's a pretty good chance of success there. But what you need to be focusing on even more than that is looking for that new niche, that new spot that you're supposed to occupy, that you're supposed to be in. Because like I said, when you told me this, the very first thing that came to me was her body was getting her out of this. You you have this problem because you weren't supposed to be where you were, where you were working. You're supposed to be somewhere else. So you've got to allow yourself to open up to something that's more fulfilling, more creative. And when you do, that's going to help your body to heal. But in the meantime, pursue the, the course that you are absolutely and uh, and move ahead with a lot of positivity. Does that make sense to you? Um, it does. And yeah. the company that I was with, they offer a benefit. I'm not worried about medical insurance. I have that privately. Right. Right. They offered a separate benefit for continuation. It's like long-term care where it almost matches my paycheck. And I, I get this up to a full year more, 2021 in October. And the only thing is I need to, every three months or so, get my doctor to sign to say, um, you know, and truthfully, that I'm not able to do my job duties due to my medical condition. So will I continue to receive this financial benefit for another year? Well, you will, and I don't know if it'll go another full year because, like I say, when you get in the situation that you're supposed to be, your body's going to start healing itself, and you're going to start feeling better. And so it may not continue for the full year, but I would guesstimate probably a good six months. Okay? Oh, that'll, that'll, okay. that'll help me tremendously. And Absolutely. ironically, I found some attorneys locally that specialize in um, employment issues issues regarding uh i have spondylosis which is very painful and um, i also have hearing disability so um i found a local office then i thought oh wow i would have contracted with them but now i'm with this other company that uh, this other 
uh, yeah, attorney I office. I think you're doing good with the people that you're at. So I would encourage you to go that direction. And like I say, your main focus now has to be where am I supposed to be and what am I supposed to be doing. When you resolve that, that's going to resolve a lot of body issues for you, okay? Okay, great. Wendy, thank you very much for the call. And uh, that was Wendy from California. John, speaking of uh, ghost stories and stuff like we were before the call there, um, okay. I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed in your in your book the the Civil War reenactment story. Could you kind oh, of yeah, go yeah, over yeah, that yeah, a little yeah. bit? Um, the um, I had always wanted to go to a Civil War battlefield, and I never had. And I always wanted to see what the energies would be like there for me and if there would be some communication from the other side to me. And so the uh, the reason I went to uh, this battlefield was just proximity. Um, you know, as I, as I said, I've ridden my, my current motorcycle almost 114,000 miles now, and uh, I would get up literally and, and ride to Savannah for a hamburger and come back the same day. So the, the battlefield <laughs> here in, in Olusti uh, was just a hop, skip, and a jump to me because I'm used to riding all these ridiculous amount of miles on the bike. I'd ride 15 to 1,800, sometimes 2,000 miles a month on my bike. So the issue was proximity. It was close to me, in my mind, very close. And I thought, well, I'm going to go explore this thing. So I scheduled myself a day off and uh, hopped on the bike and uh, and zipped over there. And Olusti was one of the sites of one of the major Civil War battles here in Florida. And um, when I got there... Uh, I roamed around the place and expected to find uh, a, a major assault of psychic energy coming towards me. And instead, it was very peaceful. It was very calm, uh, which which struck me uh, very odd. And uh, I, I won't give away the entire story because it's in the book, and, and I want readers to get the book and enjoy it. So I won't I won't spoil it all, but I'll tell them, tell you enough that uh, while wandering around there. Um, I heard the sounds of uh, of a Civil War battle, and my first thought was, ah, oh, geez, I should have checked the schedule. I've blundered into a reenactment. And I was like, well, where were they? I didn't see them when I pulled in the parking lot, and there was a big field over there, with, and there's forest around there and a path through the forest, a hiking trail that you go back through, and it has uh, periodically has uh, signs that tell you about what happened on, on the site as far as the battle and so on and so forth. So I thought, well, maybe out of sight around over there they were gathering and I just didn't see them, or maybe they arrived after I did. And I hate reenactments. And don't let this be <laughs> an indictment towards anybody that doesn't like them. If you like them, God bless you. Go and enjoy them. I just hate them. I hate reenactments of any kind. And so I was just incensed. I was like, oh, my God, I should have looked at the schedule for the park. I should have picked another day to come. I hate this. How miserable is this going to be? And I start hearing all this, you know, the typical fife and drum thing and the horses whinnying and neighing and, and the sounds of battle and muskets going off and cannon fire. And I'm like, geez, oh, Pete. And I walk around where I can get a clear view of the field, and there's not a soul anywhere in sight. And oh, uh, the battle continues <laughs> to rage loud for a little bit and then begins to die off and gradually fades away. And I stood there, as I say in my book, if you'll pardon the, ex the expression, I was quite shell-shocked. Uh, <laughs> it, it took me 
a good little bit to, to go, oh, wow. You know, I've just, I've just had one of the most experienced, one of the most authentic reenactments that anyone ever could. And yeah. uh, so then I, I gathered my wits together and, uh, and roamed about the property and did some, some philosophical meandering uh, about the whole thing, about the whole situation, about the Civil War, and about what it did and didn't accomplish. It, it, it didn't accomplish more than it did. And um, and then those those ruminations are in my book, but uh, that was uh, that was that was a real mind blowing experience. And and you can get my book again. It's writingwithghost.net is the website, and it has links on there to buy the book. You can it's available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, even Walmart now carries it online, and uh, oh. several other places. But that's in there, oh. so that's a good one. And then. Uh, Another really great ghost story that's not in the book, <clears throat> excuse me, if you'd like to hear this one, this one occurred in Salem uh, when we went to Salem. Oh, let's hold, let's hold off on that one for a little bit. Okay. We'll get to that okay. one in, in, in a little while here. I want to remind listeners the number uh, 319-527-6702. And uh, once you get on hold to, and waiting for John, if you want to go on the air, press number one on your phone. And that'll uh, raise your hand, basically, so I know that you uh, want to go on the air. You have a question for uh, for John Russell. So, Psychic John Russell taking calls here. We will go to area code 236. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with John Russell. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, area code 236. Hi. Hi, Hello, that's everybody. you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> What's I your didn't name? I was My name's Helen. <laughs> Helen, do you have a question for John? I want to ask about romance coming into my life. Ah, good, good question. You know, oddly enough, uh, one of the things that the other side was telling me, Helen, is that uh, this is a time that people need to be focusing on romance. So this is good that that's uh, an area of interest for you. Uh, I'm not seeing anything around you right now. That's indicative that uh, some some real romance is coming into your life, but in about two to three months, uh, somewhere around Christmas or the New Year, somewhere around in there, give or take a little bit each way, uh, there's going to be a really great opportunity for you to meet someone that is the possibility of a good long-term relationship. Now, that's the first opportunity. It's not the only opportunity for you next year, but it's the first opportunity. So you want to be aware of that and be taking advantage of it, be open and receptive to it, kind of be on the lookout, have your eyes open, and that's when it's coming for you, okay? Okay. All right, best of luck. Thank All right. you so much. Thank you, Helen. Thank you very much. 319-527-6702 for John Russell. And uh, we'll go jump right over to area code 917. Hi, what's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, hi. Thank you so much. This is Karen in New York. Hi, Karen. Hi. And, uh, yes, this has been the worst year of my life. Not, Not because of COVID that made it worse. Um, even worse, shall we say, but anyway, I kind of don't know what's ahead for me after I lost my partner last year, and financially, I've been struggling, so what is ahead for me financially or uh, any guidance on how to find a roommate that would actually be positive for me and that I wouldn't hate having around? Right, right. If that's the answer. Yeah, Karen, condolences for everything that you've endured this year. 
Mm-hmm. The good news is, and I don't just say this to, to blow smoke at you here, the good news is that for you, I do see 2021 becoming better. Uh, it's along about February or March before it does. That seems to be the pivotal energy of next year for a lot of things, for a lot of people, that time area. Uh, there's a possibility that a move, a physical move, uh, could help you out a lot, could could help you out a tremendous amount. So if there's some place you thought, you know, I'd really like to be here, I'd really like to live there, or if it's like, you know, I need to go back to the old home place or whatever it is, a physical move could be very, very beneficial for you. And I see some creative opportunities coming for you, money-wise, business-wise, et cetera, that uh, are going to open up in the next six months or so. There will be some opportunities there for you to take advantage of and to begin to get back on the right track financially, help yourself a little bit there. It's not going to be an overnight success, obviously, and it's you're not going to win the lottery or anything like that, but uh, there is opportunity coming for you in the next six months that will be beneficial, that will be helpful to you. So overlook this year as much as you can. Be as positive as you can going into the new year, and you'll be receptive and open to these circumstances that are going to be much more beneficial, much more helpful to you. Okay? Thank you. Are you saying anything more about uh, a move? Because I would love to. Financially, I don't understand how that could be. Yeah. Well, that's what will open up. As, this, as you're aware of this energy and focus on this energy and look for these opportunities, that opportunity will present itself for you. So don't worry about the how too much right now. It's just being aware and receptive. When the time opens up, you'll recognize it, and you should be able to do it. So hang in there with that. Hold on to that, okay? So I don't have to be proactive or just be open? And oh, you always always have to be proactive, yeah. The other side usually doesn't drop things in our lap, doggone it. But, right. uh, yeah, be be proactive, but uh, be open and receptive to things that come to you. And by you being proactive and working at things and moving forward and being positive, you're going to help attract these things and help to recognize these things when they come to you. Okay? Okay. Karen, thank you All very right. much Bless for your call. Thank you. And uh, 319-527-6702. And we've got a couple callers on hold, but uh, haven't raised their hands yet, basically. You need to press the number one if you want to go on the air with John. If you have a question or a, a, a ghost story, we're taking those, too. So uh, go ahead and do that, and that'll let me know that uh, you want to go on the air with John. Let's go ahead and uh, go to area code 856. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with John Russell. How are you? I'm good. How are you? This is Laura. Doing well. Laura, where are you calling from? I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have a question for John? Uh, yeah, I'd like to know what you see for me around a uh, job and making a move. Well, it's it's past time for you to make a move. You need to make a move. That'll be a very positive thing for you. And it looks like, again, uh putting you off until the close to the new year, maybe even into the new year. It looks like a job change then. If you can take a job that requires you to move, that will be the ideal scenario. And it looks to me like that very much may open up for you then. But again, uh, be very proactive in looking for that. 
between now and the end of the year, but also be aware of the fact that it could go into January, February, for some bizarre reason. That's the energy that's drawing people in uh, for a lot of things, a lot of positive change comes around that time next year. Not to say it can't happen before then, but it could stretch out that far. So uh, be receptive. It is there for you. I see it happening sooner rather than later, and it'll be a very positive thing for you. It's past due for you. You need to do it. Yeah, don't hold back. Don't hold on to the past. Don't hold on to things. Just just let go. Make the change. You'll be a lot happier. Uh, you'll be a lot healthier. Get clear across the country if you can. I was thinking of North Carolina, actually. That would be good. That would be good. California would be real good for you. There's a good uh. energy in California <laughs> for you. So just think about it. Just put it on the back burner and think about it. Don't dismiss it out of hand. Don't have a knee-jerk reaction to it and dismiss it. Think about it because the other side doesn't give us these things unless there's a specific reason for that. So investigate California. You might be amazed at what you find there. Arizona is also good for you. Texas is also good for you. Okay? Oh, Texas maybe. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Lauren, thank you very much for the call. Uh, again, 319-527-6702, talking with uh, John Russell and uh, his book, Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead. Okay, John, let's get to that Salem ghost story. Let's hear it. Oh, man. <laughs> My wife and I decided we're going to, when we were living up in New York, we decided we're going to go to Salem. We've got to go to Salem. So we, we, who, what psychic in the right mind doesn't want to visit Salem, right? So we go to Salem. <laughs> I was there I was oh, there 10 years ago tonight. Yeah. 10 so, years ago tonight to the there date. There you go. Oh, my. So we, we, so sign up, go. <laughs> we sign up for a, um, a uh, ghost tour, a ghost walk, and uh, the, the ghost walk takes us down the street that is a, uh, on one side is a large cemetery and the old jail that's now decommissioned and doesn't have electricity in it, and people report seeing lights come on and off in there, which is impossible because there's no electric connected to the jail. So a lot of hauntings there, a lot of things there. And then the cemetery stretches along almost the entire street, a large cemetery, and it just has like a, uh, uh, not a a chicken wire fence, but like the the cattle fence, you know, the 4x4, 6x6 squares, open squares of wire fencing, and it's about, oh, four foot high, something like that. So you see through the fence the entire way. I mean, it's just, it's just open, open mesh, open wire. And uh, they tell us walking down there, you know, be very, very quiet, be very respectful because there's residential houses on the other side of the street. We're walking by people's homes, and on one side is the people's homes. On the other side, here's the cemetery. So please be quiet, be be respectful, and then when we get down to the end of the street, make the turn to go towards the jail, then you can talk, chatter, carry on, or whatever. So as we begin the, the walk, every most of the people are skeptical. Oh, yeah, it goes, ah, 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 whatever, whatever. And a few of the people are receptive, and then the other people are just kind of on the fence. I will tell you that by the time we made the walk by the cemetery and got down to the street to make the turn to go to the jail, everybody in the group was a believer. And people were seeing lights moving out in the cemetery. And it was light enough from the moonlight that you could see if there was a person out there with a flashlight or something like that. And there was no one there. So people were seeing lights in the cemetery. Um, 
as we were walking along, uh, my wife can tell you I'm, I like to make a lot of odd noises, freak people out, and do things, and so on and so forth. <laughs> so, so we're walking along, and from right over on the other side of the fence comes this, I mean, literally like that. And my, my wife goes, idiot, quit making noises. You're going to scare people. I said, it wasn't me. And it wasn't. It was somebody, a ghost in the cemetery, actually literally made that noise. And other people heard it. And people were like, ah, gasping and, and yelling and stuff like, oh, my God, oh, my God, did you hear that? Did you hear that? So by the time we made it to the to the turn, everybody in the group had become a believer, even the skeptics, even the hardcore skeptics. So we get around the corner. We walk up to the old jail site. And we're standing out there, and it's just freezing cold. And I should mention, it was freezing cold by the cemetery as well. And this was during like a, a warm autumn or, or summer, late summer, early autumn evening when it was it was hot outside. I mean, we were in shirt sleeves, and it was hot. And we got by the cemetery, it was freezing cold, and that was another thing people commented on. The air just changed freezing cold. By the time we got to the jail and congregated in front of the jail, it was just frigid outside, and it was it was warm, you know, it was hot. But, I mean, the energy was such that everybody was freezing. And so we were standing there in front of the jail, and the tour guide was telling us about uh, things people had seen, experienced, and so on and so forth. And I was standing behind my wife. All of a sudden, she turns around. She goes, for God's sake, don't do that while we're sitting here in a crowd of people. And I said, what? She said, pinch my butt. And I said, I didn't touch you. A ghost had pinched my wife's butt in the crowd while we were standing there listening to the tour guide. It was just phenomenal. Yeah, I laughed my head off. It was so great. I was like, good for you. Get her again. (laughs) That'd be a good thing to blame it on, though. Yeah, there you go. It'd be a good thing to so blame. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it was a ghost. The ghost did it. The ghost did it. So that was that was our Salem experience. One experience we had in Salem. That was really awesome. That was a that was a trip. Oh wow, that was a good one. Uh, once again, folks, John Russell writing with Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead. That's the title of the book. And visit the website writingwithghosts.net. Uh, we'll go back to the phones here, and this is area code three two three. Hi, you're on the show with John Russell. What's your name and where are you calling from? Area code three two three. Go ahead. Okay, three two three is gone. <laughs> Let's go to area it was code. A ghost calling in. It was a ghost. It might have been. <laughs> uh, area code eight five six. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay show with John Russell. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Rosemary from New Jersey. Hi, Rosemary. You have a question for John, or do you have a ghost story? Uh, I guess I have questions. I know I have spirits around me, and <laughs> I did have a ghost a long time ago. So, like, come up to me, and they kept my door way in where I sleep, and so kind of freaked me out. But I was wondering why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do have spirits around you, definitely. What's your What's your question? Uh, whatever we can get or what they're trying to tell me or either financial or long-term or moving job. I have a lot of them on my plate, so we do whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that there are some positive changes and some positive uh, non-changes coming in the year ahead for you. Uh, I don't see an immediate move for you. Uh, to me, it seems like where you're at that things really start to work out for you there. 
And I think be very open, be very receptive to these spiritual energies that are around you because, like you said, there's a lot of them. They are there. You do have a lot of guides around you, a lot of spirits around you. Um, Talk to them. Ask them for their help and their guidance. Listen to your intuition. And it feels to me like things get really good for you there uh, in a few months' time, and that extends for quite a while. And I don't think you'll be thinking about a move in the near term because things kind of line out and feel better for you and, and get going better for you there. So do that. That's going to be the key to your success, and just go where spirit leads you, okay? All right. Cool. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Rosemary. And, John, do you find that, in in your experience, do skeptics have the same amount of experiences as people who are open to to seeing the other side or hearing from the other side? You know, a lot of times they do, and then, of course, they'll write it off as coincidence or imagination or, you know, I, mm-hmm. I ate a bad hamburger and I got tomain poisoning or something, and uh, so that, <laughs> that made me hallucinate. So they have all kinds of excuses to write things off, and um, it was it was interesting. I may have shared this with you before. There was a um, – I, I've always said that if anybody is totally, completely honest, absolutely honest, that – Everyone has had at least one experience in their life they can't explain. And so I told this to uh, some friends of uh, my wife and I when we were living up in uh, in New York. And uh, this guy knew I was a psychic, and he made fun of me being a psychic, and I didn't care. I was like, okay, whatever. And uh, so I, I made that statement to him, and he was like, nope, not me, not a thing, not a single thing. And so I would challenge him with that every time we got together, and no, 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 no. So... One night my wife went to visit them, and I was sick, and I stayed home, and I would have given my eye teeth if I'd have been there and, and got to go. Because when she came home, she told me that the talk turned to the paranormal, and this guy said, well, yeah, I see things all the time. I see doors open and close by themselves. I see people standing there and then disappear. But I, I just know it's my imagination or hallucination or whatever, and I don't pay any attention to it. I thought, man, if you're hallucinating strong enough or you have a strong enough imagination to make doors open and close by you, come on. So, you know, it, people do have these experiences, and they, they count them off, uh, write them off as coincidences. And a lot of times people are afraid to come out and talk about the experiences they've had because they don't want to face ridicule. And as Tamara can tell you, you know, way back in the day, you just didn't talk about stuff. You were either ridiculed or you lost your job or whatever. And it's a little bit better nowadays, but sometimes not much. And people are really afraid to speak about things, to acknowledge things, because they know they're going to be ridiculed or called crazy or, you know, oh, you don't believe in that, do you? You know, that type of thing. And uh, so that's it's, it's, it's a difficult thing for people to come to task with. But I think a lot more people have experiences than acknowledge it, yes. Okay. Tamara, I know you've had experiences with that, too, of people uh, not wanting to admit oh. that they saw something. <laughs> right. You know, and the thing is, as as John can tell you, when you put this on your business card, you hear stories that people haven't really told anybody but you. Just yes. you know, many times they just want that validation. It's like, don't tell anybody. But is this okay, or has this? Have you ever heard of this before? And you know, we we've heard so many stories being in the paranormal, and and so I mean, I believe you know the veils are thinning, and fortunately, there it's just so much more um, accepted from yeah. when I was 
starting as a professional medium 22 years ago and paranormal researcher. I mean, it's like I said, I've made this my career. It's not just a weekend warrior hobby, as John has as well. So I think we have that gift of hearing so many stories. It just confirms that we're just in this great time of awakening. The yeah. veils of the spirit world in our world are getting thinner. And when, when you're open and receptive to, well, maybe, I think that's when that third eye starts opening back up again. And, uh, yeah, when people can acknowledge that, you know, this dimension and, and beyond, it's just like, you know, it's just a consciousness away and yeah so many more people i i had put on my wall on my facebook wall kind of one of those little jokes about you know time to get out the sage you know if you don't sage without or open the doors or windows while you're staging demons just be running around in circles and you know (laughs) many years ago if i were to put that uh, out on my wall of facebook let's say you know even five ten years ago i might have had Two people, okay, that's weird. Click like. I mean, people were like, oh my gosh, you know, I've been feeling things, sensing things, and putting it right. I think people are far more willing to go, okay, we're not crazy. And I just appreciate that because it helps others realize that it, it's getting to be a little weird out there. And yeah. we got to share these sacred stories because absolutely. It, absolutely. there is something happening on the planet here. And, yeah, no uh, doubt. So I, it's a great time to be a mystic. It's pretty, you know, it's kind of like, okay, now what? <laughs> you know, yeah, here we it are. Is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like seeing is believing. What do you think of me now? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, John Russell, folks, is my guest on the uh, on the phone, writing with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead is the title of the book, and the website is uh, writingwithghosts.net. Uh, let's go back to the phones here. Uh, the uh, number is 319-527-6702 if you'd like a uh, mini psychic reading from John Russell. And uh, we've got uh, quite a few callers on, on, the, on the line on hold here. Remember to press number one if you actually want to raise your hand and, and let me know that you'd like to speak with John Russell or ask a question. And uh, let's try to keep it to one or two questions, maybe a follow-up or something like that. And uh, everybody's been real good so far, so uh, thank you for that. Uh, area code 203. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with John Russell. Who's this, and what, and uh, where are you calling from? Hi, this is Michelle from California. Hi, Michelle. Do you have a question Hi. for John? I do. Yeah. Um, so I've got some aches and pains, and there, it's just I'm so frustrated with it. You know, I'm, I've my hands and my feet and it's you know impacts my work so I'm worried a little bit about that but do you see these things going away and do you have any idea like how to get rid of them I'll tell you what I'm led to tell you Tamara I'm led to to tell her to throw this one to you are you up for catching this one uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was immediately getting in aspartame. Do you drink a lot of diet products? No. Well, I, it, it can be some additives, but also I am feeling that you're just very energetically tapped in and tuned in. Uh, a lot of people call them ascension symptoms, as the light frequency on the planet is 
we are getting a lot going on energetically on the planet. And I, I believe you're a very much an empath and a sensitive and a healer. So you're very hyper aware. Um, I recommend grounding, you know, with the Wi-Fi and everything, making sure you unplug your phone and make sure, you know, you don't have a lot of Wi-Fi in your bedroom at night would be beneficial to you. But uh, get out and ground if you can. Yeah. Get out yeah. on the earth, ground, stomp it, body movement, exercise, you know, um, stretching. Um, many, yeah. many, many people. You know, we get scared and we go to our doctor and we go, what's wrong? Heart palpitations is very common right now with people, too. Make yeah. sure, you know, and I'm not a doctor, and I know I can't prescribe water, but you know, purifying <laughs> the, the vehicle is very important for people. A lot of people have been finding themselves drinking water all night long. This is kind of a phenomenon I've been talking to people because we are just getting hammered with the Schumann residences off the chart right now. And our physical bodies feel it. So just be, be gentle on yourself. Yeah. You know, obviously you can talk to your doctor, but if your doctor isn't finding something, there is on Facebook um, several groups called Ascension Symptoms. What are you feeling today? I recommend joining one of those groups. And there's many people that have many different, you know, things to be helpful from raising your magnesium and, and just many different things that, you know, you can find some solutions for. But, yeah, you're not alone. There are many people that are feeling the aches and pains of these energies. So I, I believe they will. Yeah. Go ahead. Before before we we let you go, uh, like I say, I was immediately when I heard your voice, I said Tamara's got this one, and I think you nailed it. <laughs> and and uh, I I want to reiterate to you what Tamara said about your diet. You may not relate to uh, what she said specifically, but in general, uh, she nailed it. There's something there in your diet that's causing you problems and you've got to figure out what that is and like she mentioned the aspartame that's in a lot of things besides diet drinks so look for things look for food additives that may be giving you problems and it may not have caused you problems before but it can be causing you problems now and uh, really really do whatever whatever else she said but i agree with her look at the the diet issue and figure out what the deal is there that's uh, that's negatively impacting you um, and, and, you know, sugar. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what she mentioned and artificial sweeteners, those can be in a lot of things. So examine your diet, take time to go through that and do that. But yeah, I, I agree. I think you are very empathic and I think you need to, uh, to recognize that, figure that out and see where this leads you. And, uh, ascension or awakening symptoms. Yes, those are real. They do occur. And I think you need to look at that and kind of kind of figure out a path for yourself to walk and ask the other side to help you. Just reach out to the other side and say, okay, hey, where do I go with this? What am I supposed to do now? And be open and receptive to your intuition of what they tell you, and uh, you'll you'll find the way, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. All right. Best of luck. All right. Michelle, Best thank you for the call. Yeah. 319-527-6702. And, you know, I've tried to find products with no aspartame in it, and I think I found wa- water and apples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's very, very hard. It's very, very difficult. Uh, what, what Tamara was saying was 100% on, and there are so many things that, that people don't recognize. And the funny thing is you can ingest something 
for most of your life, and then all of a sudden your body says, uh-uh, no more. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just like uh, allergy doctors will tell you, uh, you know, say, man, I've never had allergies in my entire life. Well, you do now. You know, it, it finally reached right. a trigger point. Uh, and, and I had one allergist tell me that it doesn't matter where in the U.S. you move, eventually you're going to be allergic to something there. So we have to realize that all these things are there, and then we have to take methods to work with our bodies to figure out how to counteract them. And uh, that can sometimes be a long-term process. But, Tamara, you hit the nail on the head with that one. i got to tell you, that was, that was well, great. Well, well, it was definitely spirit-channeled. And, um, you know, it, it, it's tricky because this year for many, many, you know, because emotionally, energetically, you know, we reach to the comfort food. Many times that just has plain old sugar in it, you know. Right, right. And good old and some people can food, handle it, some you know? people can't. Yeah, some people can handle it. The inflammation, yep. right? And some people are like, I've been able, it's never been a problem. Well, our bodies are changing with these light codes as well. So yes. purifying yes. our wells is definitely, it, 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 things are getting real. Body yeah, they are. Speaking. Yeah, they are. Right. And you have to you have to figure it. out what works for you. You know, that's right. the that's the main thing people have to do. Um, Ryan, when we get to it again, I have another really great ghost story for you. You're gonna like. Ah, excellent, that's excellent ghost story. <laughs> you got great ones. <laughs> okay. When you're uh, ready, when you're ready, I have another one. <laughs> great, great. We'll, we'll get there soon. Three one nine five two seven sixty seven zero two is the number to call if you'd like to speak with Psychic John Russell on the air. Remember, if you're on hold, uh, press the number one, and that'll put you in the host queue there, so I'll know you want to talk with John. And area code seven zero seven. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with John Russell. Who's this, and where are you calling Hi. from? Valerie, California. Hi, Valerie. You have Hi. a question for John? I do. Uh, John, the last time I spoke with you, you saw a relationship coming around, I think it was around February. If right. you can tell me anything about him and how the rest of 2021 will look. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, let's see. Um, kind of a dark-haired gentleman and kind of um, – it feels to me kind of like almost reserved or refined, but this is somebody that once you get to know them, it's going to be such a great fit and such a great match, and like your ebullience kind of matches, centers, balances their normal reservation. I'm not saying they're a stick in the mud or anything like that because they're not. Uh, so that's that's the kind of the person to look for and the, the balance there, there's going to be a give and take in that energy that I think you'll recognize immediately. And for you, the main thing about 2021, don't get distracted. Get a focus and stay with it uh, because it's going to be real easy for you to flip from one thing to the other to get excited about this and, oh, this is really neat. Oh, but look, this is great too. And then, oh, look. Oh, oh, oh. So don't do that. Get a main focus for 2021. Stick with it and ignore the distractions, okay? Well, I think that probably will be the guy that's coming in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I'm not really interested in work or anything. I mean, I, yeah. I would like to work, but it's not essential. Right, right. So is stay he, focused. That's a, the main thing, okay? Is he, yeah. Is he a tall gentleman? Because I heard he yes. has a, a different nationality than myself. Yeah. Yes. Do you see that what nationality he is and about the height? 
Yeah. Well, he's going to be he's going to be tall. He's going to be dark. So it is a different nationality. I agree with you. Yes, absolutely. Let's stay focused for 2021. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Thank you for the call. Three one nine five two seven sixty seven zero two. And if, John, do you put much stock in numerology? You know, I do if it's a good numerologist. Um, the um, it's like one of the best astrologers in the entire world uh, made the statement about their profession that uh, it's really great if you understand its limitations, if you use it properly, and if you understand that it's a, a guide in the sense that, okay, maybe you're born under this sign and this sign has certain characteristics, but you don't have to give in to those characteristics and say, well, that's just the way Aries are. We can't change. We're just volatile by nature. Get used to it. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is to say, okay, I've got that volatility. That needs to be controlled and channeled. There's times that it's not appropriate to be that way. So a true astrologist is going to say, okay, yeah, you've got these major tendencies or these major energies or this or that or whatever, and here's the negative aspect of that, and you've got to control that. That's under your control. You can control it. And uh, and then here's the positive things that you need to develop about that. So it's the same way with numerology. It's the same way with tarot. It's the same way with anything. Uh, all systems have their weaknesses and all systems have their strengths. And the main thing that anybody honest will point out to you with any system is, okay, here's the, the major uh, influence or the major energy or the whatever, but this is under your control. You can work on this. You can work on the positive aspects of your life and focusing on that and tamping down the negative aspects of the life. They don't have to control you, and they're not an excuse to fly off the handle at the grocer because he didn't have your favorite cut of meat. Well, I can't help it. I'm an Aries. No, that don't wash. That don't cut. Sorry. So, you know, that's and, – and also uh, you have to realize that, uh, you know, you have to be open and receptive to change, to something positive. It's like I tell my clients, I said, man, I can predict the world for you. But unless you're willing to go there and receptive to that and willing to do what's necessary to receive that, you know, it's like I, I love this, this biblical story. This, I, I personally think there's a lot wrong in the Bible. Sorry, folks, but I do. But I love this biblical story where um, uh, the, the king has this disease, and he goes to the prophet, and the prophet tells him, uh, go down and wash in the river however many times, and you'll be okay. And so the king's outraged. You know, here I am. I'm this important man. You know, I'm the Donald Trump of the day. I'm the big wheel. I'm the big cheese. You know, I'm famous. I'm rich. I'm wealthy. People bow down when I walk by. And this guy tells me to go wash in this old nasty river. And so one of the king's aides comes to him and he says, you know, look, your majesty, if the prophet had told you to do some great, grand, grandiose thing, would you have done it? Well, of course. But he said, you know, but he tells you to go wash in the river. You don't want to do that. You know, if it was some great grandiose thing, uh, go out on your balcony and have all your retinue blow the trumpets and, you know, throw things down at the people. And here I am, I'm great, I'm the king, and then I'll be healed. You know, you do that. But he said, no, nah, go wash in the river. And so sometimes it's those simple things that don't massage our egos. 
sometimes we just need to go wash in the river. You know, it's like you don't need to you don't need to do this thing or that thing or get fancy or do this. But I want. But I need. No, nah, no, nah, you don't go wash in the river. You know, it's like a lot of times <laughs> this stuff is so simple, but we just want to accept it being so simple. We want to complicate it, or. Uh, you know the frustration here, and Tamara can back me up on this. The frustration here is people call you, man. I want to. I want. I need a reading. I want guidance. I want suggestions. I want input. And you give it to them. They're like, well, that's not what I wanted to do. That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, sorry, but it, it's like if you go to the mechanic and say, man, my car ain't running worth crud. Well, you know what? What? Well, let's see. Your your alternator's going out. Uh, you, you, two of your tires got leaks. Got slow leaks. Got to be fixed. Your transmission's about. Man, that's not what I wanted to hear. I wonder no. if I get an oil change. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> well, sorry, life don't work that way. Spiritual realm don't work that way. So you know that's yeah. that's what we have to come to grips with. Sure, sure. Tamara, any comments on that? That was a good one. <laughs> oh, that's um, what I appreciate it, you know, because, I mean, obviously this is a service we're channeling. You know, we're the divine messengers. We're just right. translators of the knowledge that's coming through. It's like, I don't care what you do, but you that's ask it, them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you you can do this all you want, but I, I thought you wanted to know. Right. And I appreciate, you know, over the many, many years, though, I've done this, you know, because we close the portal and we forget. It's not for us to know. We're just channeling it through. Right. And unless it's something for us, we kind of like sit back and the mouth starts yapping. <laughs> and uh, But what I appreciate is when they do come back and go, you know, you were right. Well, I'm glad I was right at translating. But, yeah, they're, they're usually right. That's why, you know, people pay us is to go. be that translator of the spirit world, you know, translator of higher guidance. And they know uh, they have total acceptance. We're here to learn. And sometimes we have to go the wrong way. But I loved what you had said earlier. And this is so, so true. We're given opportunity to make it right. You You know, we can get back on the trajectory. We can get back in alignment. And and let me interject something here real quick, if I may. You know, people say, well, if you have this gift and if you help people, why do you charge a fee? Well, I'll tell you exactly why I charge a fee. I go to the grocery store, and I push my basket of groceries up to the checkout. And the manager's standing there talking to the checkout clerk. And as they begin to ring the groceries up, I get in a discussion with the manager, and he mentions something, and lo and behold, oh, John Russell Psychic, really? Yeah. And I said, well, listen, I've predicted every president correctly since JFK, and that's documented. Wow. And and I've done this, and I've done that, and I've got this book out, and it's, and it's reaching people. People are telling me how great it is, and I can accurately predict my client's future. I can see into, oh, and listen, you have an Aunt Maggie, don't you? Well, yeah, she's on the other side of you. Holy cow. And on and on and on. So all of this goes on, and the guy's like, wow, this is the most incredible, amazing thing I've ever seen. And the clerk finishes up checking out my order and says, that'll be $132.97. And the guy says, nice to meet you, and walks off. And i got to pay the grocery bill. So there you go. <laughs> That's you why go. we charge a reasonable fee for our services. You guys want it. i got to eat. <laughs> we all got to eat. Exactly. We all got to eat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> back to the fo- back to the phones here. Let's go to area code nine one seven. Hi, what's your name and where are you calling from? 
Hey, my name is Lisa, and I'm calling from New York. How are you? Doing well, Lisa. How are you? Not bad at all. Do you have a question good. for John? That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing good, Lisa. Thank you. What's your question? Okay, so my question is this. If I ever get into starting my own business and going in with another partner, would it be best if we both do a, a, a psychic reading or an astrology reading to help uh, better men? Don't, don't go in with a partner. Not right, not right now. You need to be solo right now. Don't go in with a partner. That'll be your downfall. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Don't go in with a partner right now. That'll be your downfall. You need to be in a position right now where you can call the shots, where you can make the direction and the focus and get everything going the way you want to. If you go in with a partner, it's going to turn into a social club, going to be too much distraction. Eventually, there's going to be too much disagreement. Well, I think we should do this. No, I think we should do that. Well, let's try this. I don't know. Right now, you need to, to take your sole focus, your sole energy, get everything going your way. You don't need a partner right now. Okay? Got it. Okay. All right. All right. Does that oh, help you out? It does help me out. Yes, sir. Got it. Good, good, no good. All right. No getting all these bad energies. Okay. Sounds good. And, 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 and <laughs> by, staying, by staying with yourself, doing this yourself, you're going to have a better 2021 than you can even imagine. There's some really okay. good stuff coming for you. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Best of luck. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Lisa, thank you very much for the call. You know, John, that's what I admire about your readings. You're you're specific. When you get something like that, you're you're very specific. You told her absolutely, and and I felt that that you you meant business when you said don't have yeah, a partner. Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, like, I've, you know, I've that's, that's the whole point of a reading. It doesn't do any good if it's pie in the sky by and by. I mean, it's got to yep, be something right. beneficial that helps people. You know. Right. When it comes exactly. through, Ryan, too, and I, I try to teach Ryan, okay, when, when John was saying that, and it was very, very clear, the guidance that was coming through of, you need to be self-sovereign with this to direct your creativity, your your knowledge in this. And did you feel the goose? I, I mean, it was just a clear yes, absolutely, those goosebumps. You yep. know, I always tell people, do you feel that? That's truth. That's what spirit of truth feels like in your body there and you uh, so yeah that was you nailed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right back it. to the phones here area code 863 hi you're on the ryan Lindsay show what's your name and where are you calling from hi this is julia and i'm calling from florida hi julia you have a question for john yes thank you um so i kind of been struggling with some anxiety and OCD for a while now, but I need to make some life changes and get moving forward in my life. It's kind of yeah. like the whole cross the board. <laughs> so right. I was hoping for some guidance around just, you know, getting going and finding some, you know, joy in my life again. Right. Well, the anxiety issues, the OCD, those things, you're not really diagnosable that way in the classic sense. Those symptoms have come about because of the people around you and the problems and the consternation and the the emotional distress that they've caused you. And when you get those people out of your life, whether it's friends, family, both, whatever, when you make more of an escape from them, push them further away, 
you're going to find yourself becoming a lot clearer, a lot more focused, a lot happier. So get those stressors out of your life, and that's going to be the thing that helps you move forward the most. That makes sense for you? Yeah. Um, I've yeah. basically been living alone for the past couple of years, so there's really Good. nobody you know, in my life. Yeah. Now, what you've got to do is you've got to keep those stressors away and that it's not just enough to live alone and to just say, okay, I'm, I'm out of this, I've pushed this aside. You have to keep that away, and then you have to get rid of those energies that those brought to you. You know, a lot of us say, okay, well, I, I move or I do this or I do that. I feel the same. Well, that's because you haven't refocused and begun to move yourself in positive directions. You sit and you wait for change to happen, and it doesn't, and a lot of times the change is waiting on you to make it. And that's what's happening with you right now. You've got to look within yourself. You don't 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 want don't ask people to guide you. Okay, look within yourself and say, okay, I've gotten rid of the stressors. I'm here, but I haven't really done anything. What is it that motivates me now? What is it that makes me want to get up out of bed? What is it that I think of and I think, man, I would like to do that, or I'd like to achieve that, or I would like to be that. That's what you focus on. That's what you begin to work toward. And so right now you've, you've kind of got a lot of stagnation going on, and you've got to break free of that, and you've got to, you know, begin to move forward in these positive ways. So ask yourself what it is that motivates you. What do you want? What do you need? What do you hope for? And my feeling is, even though you say you've basically been alone and all this, my feeling is there's still some connection there to the past to some person, something, some something that either periodically crops up as a direct communication to you or as a thought that you have a hard time letting go of or whatever. you got to break that off completely and push that completely aside. And like I say, then sit down and go, okay, what do I want? What do I need to do? And then once you figure that out, you'll move yourself forward in that direction. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Right. Thank you so All much. Right. You bet. Good Thank luck. you, Julia. Thank you. Uh, 319-527-6702. We're taking your calls for John Russell, Psychic Medium. And, uh, John, the, the the book here, how is it selling? You know, I'm I'm just astonished. I'm, I'm very well pleased. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not on the New York Times bestseller list, but the book is, is selling very well, and the feedback is really phenomenal. Oh, and I have to tell you, I got a celebrity endorsement, my first one, from none other than Uri Geller. And I was so shocked and so pleased uh, to oh. get that. And if, if I can tell wow. you a little bit about Uri, uh, when I was living in New York still, uh, Uri and I, uh, I hear the, the uh, Morse code coming through there on the phone. Yeah, when, uh, yeah, yeah, somebody's communicating. <laughs> so when Uri and I... Uh, we used to communicate when I was living in New York. Uh, we never talked on the phone, uh, but we emailed and we snail mailed. And we talked about very specific things, uh, specific psychic issues and, and metaphysical paranormal issues and so on and so forth. And we went back and forth a great deal about things. And uh, at the time, I didn't have a picture of myself on my website. And so Uri had absolutely no uh, uh, physical visual knowledge of who I was. He didn't know me from Adam. So uh, he held a uh, a demonstration, a lecture and a demonstration in Manhattan one evening. My wife and I said, oh, we got to go, we got to go. <clears throat> so we went, didn't let him know that I was coming. Um, 
the tickets were anonymous. Your name was not on the ticket, so he didn't know I was there. And we went and had the demonstration. And, uh, you know, Uri's been, been cast as a fraud by many people on the planet, has a lot of distractors. And uh, there's enough, if you research, there's enough credible evidence out there that says Uri is genuine. And so I told my wife, I said, I'll, I'll know tonight when we're here. I will know if he's genuine or not beyond any shadow of a doubt. And, uh, and I already had an inkling from, from our conversations and everything we'd had through emailing. So um, I had to go to the restroom before the demonstration began. And who's walking out of the restroom as I'm going in? There's Uri. And so we looked at each other, and there was this kind of this camaraderie kind of smile or whatever. And I reached over and touched him. I patted him on his shoulder, and, uh, and I, I got that energy from him. And I said, okay, this guy's the real deal. So he did the demonstration, did the lecture, and then at the end he autographed books. So I'm standing in line with my book, my wife and I waiting to, to get up there and have him autograph my book. And I'm listening to what he tells other people in the line as we go up. He didn't speak anything any remotely close to anybody what he told me when I got up there. I came up there, and he I got my book out, and he just stopped. And he looked at me, and he goes, we know each other. And I kind of laughed, and I said, yeah. And he said, no, no, we really know each other. He said, we have we have emailed, and and not just email, but also physical mail, snail mail, and uh, several times, not just once or twice, but several times, and discussed very specific issues. I said, yep, you're correct. Then I introduced myself, and he's like, oh, okay. And um, then he signed my book, and there we went. So uh, I, all these years later, um, I said uh, I said to myself, you know, I, I need a celebrity endorsement for this book. You know, that'll, that'll kind of help to put it over the top. That's what they tell you to do. So I'm sitting there, and I went, Doe, why don't I ask Uri? So I sent an email to Uri, and I, I reminded him of our conversation in case he had forgotten. The same day he sent the endorsement back, I was so thrilled and so pleased and so grateful. And so now I have the celebrity endorsement from Uri for my book. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, a yeah. lot of other good endorsements, the, the book's selling well. Uh, getting a lot of a lot of praise and and people are saying, look, this is a fun book. It's a good read. It's eye opening. It's unlike anything out there. Uh, nobody's ever read a book like this, and uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun with it, and uh, it's a good time. So I I really encourage people to get it. And there's some. Uh, it's not just a collection of true ghost stories. It's some eye opening things about what those experiences taught me what other people might learn from those experiences and apply to their own lives, and uh, some good food for thought in there, some good philosophy that's uh, that's not preachy and not difficult to follow, but just some good, hey, you know, think about this in, in relation to the other side. So it's uh, yeah. we're, we're doing well with it. I'm, I'm real happy. Yeah, with excellent. It. It's a great read. Yeah, it's a great read. Thank I, you. I, Thank I, you. I got through the first half in, in about a day and a half, and I, I, wow. I really couldn't put it. I couldn't put it down. Uh, oh, bless I got your heart. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, let's go back to the phones. Uh, area code six three one, and let's see here. There we go. Area code six three one. Who's this, and where are you calling yes, from? Yes, hello. Hi, Suzanne, Long Island. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. You have a question for John? See, you... Yes, please. Do you see any changes in my love life or work? Work before love life, Suzanne. Uh, work's going to change first, and that's going to be a needed thing and a very positive thing. Love life right now around you is very dark and very shaky. <laughs> I would just wipe the slate clean at this point. 
and it's going to be, I'm going to say roughly summer next year before anyone comes into your life that is really of any value for a long-term relationship. So focus on the positive work changes before then. Just, you know, date casually if you need to get out of the house, whatever. But, you know, don't open up your heart to anybody until about summer of next year, and that's when the first really good connection comes along for you. And the light starts to shine on you then. It's like I see light coming into you and energy coming into you along about summer of next year, and things just really begin to bloom and open up. And that seems to go forward then in that cycle for you, that good energy for about another one to three years at least. So that's a that's a good thing coming up for you. But right now, app kick them all to the curb. Okay. What about real quickly? Now, when do you see? I'm I'm working a part-time recess monitor. Do I have to get another part-time job? Is that in retail, or will I get a full-time aid or no, assistant job? No, you're full-time. Full-time's coming up for you. It's going to be a big change. Going to be a positive when, change. When? When? And you need to within the next couple of months or so. Okay. And really focus on this. Say, look, let me use my talents, my energies, and things, and then let me get out of what's dragging me down. Get into what I should be doing. And that's what you got to focus on. It'll click for you. It's there. You just got to go get it, okay? Oh, yeah, I like the job I have now. It's just not enough hours. I wish, you well, know. Yeah, I just need... yeah, you know, and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know that. So connect with that, and you're going to be doing a lot better, okay? All right, okay, great. Suzanne. All right. All right. Best of luck. Thank you very much for the call. Uh, John, you said you had another ghost story. I need to hear it. Oh, I do. I got a goodie. I got, I got a real goodie. <laughs> um, we had uh, <laughs> My, uh, I had divorced and I had moved back home. My sister had divorced and moved back home. We have this apartment attached to the house that uh, my grandmother had built when she lived there and she had crossed over. So my sister was living in the apartment. I was living in the main house. And my mother was uh, bedfast, basically, and, and becoming very ill. And uh, my sister had a couple of little old mangy ragtag dogs, little small dogs, and they just adored my mother. My mother loved them, and my sister worked outside of the home during the day and, and all odd hours uh, as a manager of a store. And uh, the dogs would go in and get on the bed with my mother, and they just loved being there with her, and they'd spend most of the day there. And the one little dog was uh, was very sick. He had a lot of health problems, and he was very ill. And uh, he didn't let it get to him. He was full of energy and happy most of the time, but he was he was a sickly little dog. And one day I was sitting there in the dining room, and... Uh, I was eating a sandwich, and I was just ruminating on life and, yeah, okay, <laughs> eating my sandwich. And I hear the little dog coming down the hallway, and he comes into the, the, the dining room there where I was at. And I turn my head around over my my right shoulder to watch him come into the dining room, and he's click-clacking with his little nails across the wooden floor there. And, and I turn my head back to the left to watch him go into the kitchen to get his food or water or whatever he was doing. And when I turned my head to my left, there was a woman standing there, and she bent down and put her face about a foot away from mine and smiled, and I jumped, scooted my chair back, and threw my sandwich, and she disappeared. And uh, my mother said, what, what are you doing? Are you okay? What's going on? And and I said, oh, no, everything. I just saw a ghost, and in my household, that was everyday occurrence. And instantly what had come to me, and what I didn't tell my mother at the time, and I didn't want to upset everybody, I didn't feel it was appropriate, what the woman had conveyed to me in that brief second of time was that she was following the little dog, and she let me see her to know 
that he was about to die and she was going to cross him over safely and be there to receive him. Mm. So sure mm. enough, it wasn't but a couple of weeks and he died. And we, as many people do, buried our pets on the property in the backyard there. And uh, this little dog had a had a green frog toy, a big green frog toy that was just about his favorite toy. And he had it all marked up and dirtied up and messed up and gommed up. You couldn't mistake it. It was it was a definite object that you could pick out of anything. <clears throat> and my sister had given the little dog one of her old bathrobes uh, to um, to use as a blankie and to cuddle up in to mess around in and play in and all that. So we, when we went to bury the little dog, she put his body, and he's a small dog, you know, he's like maybe a foot, foot and a half long is all. And she put his body in the robe and began to wrap him up, and then she folded the ends of the robe over and then put the frog in there with him, finished wrapping that up, folded it over again, rolled it all the way up tight to where it was a tight bundle. The frog was in there next to him, and we dug a hole in the backyard and buried him there. And uh, so enough time had gone by that the grass had grown completely over his little grave, and you couldn't even tell where it was anymore unless you knew where it was at. It was just a totally perfect lawn again. That's how much time had gone by. So my sister was at work, and I had been out. I I used to distance run a lot, and I was either out running or taking a walk or whatever, and I was coming back in. And I walked up the driveway, and as I looked over towards that area of the yard, there was that green frog sitting on the lawn out there. And I was like, oh, my. (laughs) So I walked over, and I looked down, and I picked it up, and it was his green frog toy, no mistaking it. The earth was not disturbed. The grass wasn't disturbed. Everything was pristine in the lawn, but it was sitting directly on top of his grave. And Mm. uh, I took it over and put it on the steps leading up to my sister's apartment where I knew she would see it. And then I went in the house and waited and I heard her car pull in the driveway. And from inside the house, I could hear her yell, what the, and she come running into the house and she, did you see this? Where did this come from? What in the world? And I'm like, yeah. And she said, where did you get this? I said, it was sitting on his grave. So the oh. other side, the energies from the other side, can conspire with our animals, our beloved pets, to bring back signs from them uh, to us that they do still exist, that they do live on, that they do come back and, and visit us or give us signs. And uh, in my experience, and this is in my book, Writing with Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead, this, this there's two instances in the book where I shared that two of my pets came back and visited me physically, and one I even got to touch before it disappeared oh, wow. and, and went back to, mm-hmm. to the heavenly heavenly hunting grounds for uh, for animals. And uh, mm-hmm. those experiences are in detail in the in the book. So that was that was another of my really great ghost stories. That's that's pretty uh, excellent. Excellent. Amazing. I that uh, reminds me, and this is kind of a two parter here. But my mother, when the dog that I grew up with passed. Um, I was out of the house by then, and so the dog was just living with my mom and dad and my, and my sister right. at the time. And mom said one morning, she, you know, it was towards the end of the dog's life. Buddy, Buddy was his name, and uh, towards the end of Buddy's life, and he was getting old and gray and and so forth. And mom said one day she just heard, she said clear as a bell, not a male, not a female voice, just a voice that said, "Say goodbye to him." 
Yep. And she didn't. She she oh. was in a hurry. She rushed out the door, and my dad called her later that day at work and said, "Buddy, buddy died." Wow. And she has she has felt guilty about that ever since. And it was something, my mom had more paranormal experiences when they moved to Indiana from Wisconsin. And when they moved back to Wisconsin, she stopped having those types of paranormal experiences. Can physical, physical location must have a part, must play a part in it, doesn't it? Well, it does. Yeah. There are, there are areas that we are more receptive to the energies there for a lot of people. Uh, there are areas that kind of seem to shut those energies down or that are, are not as receptive. That, that's why I tell people, I say, look, there are, are places in the U.S. that are thriving and prosperous and beautiful and safe and wonderful and just filled with wonderful cultural things and activities and things to do and wonderful things to do in nature, and you'd be miserable there. You know, you, you wouldn't have any connection <laughs> there to the other side. You wouldn't have any good connection to any good energies. And so that's why it's very important that we find the right place with the right energy for us. And if we listen to our instincts and ask the other side to help us, that'll lead us there. And we also have to recognize there are times you use a place up. You've used the energies up or it's used you up and there's no longer that connection there. And it's time to move on. It's time to move somewhere else. And it's time to seek a better energy or a better place. So we have to do that as well. And some people are naturally adventurous and are receptive, and, and it's easy for them to get out and to make changes. Other people, like, get stuck in ruts, and they like, well, you know, I was born on this block. I'll die on this block. For some people, that works. For a lot of people, it doesn't, and we have to be receptive to the fact that we may need to make a change. We may need to go somewhere else or do something else. Yeah, Have to be open to it, sure. We have to be open to it, Absolutely. Let's go back to the phones here. Uh, if you'd like to talk to John Russell, then uh, and get your psychic reading, 319-527-6702. Uh, we still have a couple callers on the line here. We're going to keep it to one or two questions, maybe a follow-up, something like that, but we're going to move on. Um, so we've been doing good so far. Let's move on to area code 724. Hi, who's this and where in the world are you? Hi, this is Mandy. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. You have a question for John? I sure do. I needed to know about um, any insight as far as a residential booth. When you saw it happening, if the time frame, anything appreciated? Uh, six months. Six okay. months is six months is the amount of time I'm given for you, and that's the ideal. And it's something that it's like you need to be preparing for it, and there's things you need to finish up where you're at before you can make a move. You've got to kind of clean the slate. You don't want to take any excess baggage with you. You've got to make a clean break and a clean start when you do make the move. So look at it as, okay, let me get these things done. Let me get these things out of the way. Let me separate from what I need to separate from, and let me anticipate what I need to connect with and get a new mindset, a new energy, and a new focus going for that. And six months seems to be the ideal uh, period of time for you to do that. Okay? Okay. How about as far as the area? Does it local or out of state? Look at Arizona. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look <laughs> at Arizona. Uh, you know, a lot of times we, we get focused in on, well, 
staying close to where I was or close to home or whatever that concept may be. And a lot of times, spirit may be trying to get us, hey, hey, come over here. That's where it's at. <laughs> you know, that's where you need to be. And that's where things happen for you. So look at Arizona. I'm not giving any other place for you but Arizona. Uh, look at that. Investigate that. Explore that. Uh, with what you have in mind, with what you hope to achieve and what you hope to do, and I believe that you'll find a connection there for you that'll work. Well, let's okay. hope. Thank okay. you. All right. Best okay. Thanks for the call. All right. Once again, three one nine five two seven sixty seven zero two for John Russell. Uh, John, we just had a World Series winner last night. Did you predict it? <laughs> no, I don't do sports predictions, and I'll tell you why. Uh, okay. <laughs> no psychic no psychic on the planet is 100% accurate all the time. And so if I make a sports prediction and a guy says, hot dog, John Russell, internationally known worldwide clientele, book author John Russell made this prediction, I'm taking everything out of savings and the kids' college fund and the rent money, and I'm going <laughs> to put it on this, and I'm wrong. That guy's lost everything, so I just don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you know, Good idea. it's funny you, you guys bring that up. I did, how do I say this, accidentally. I'd never, I was on WEC uh, 104 here out of Eau Claire, big, big radio station, right, Ryan? And, oh, yeah. you know, the DJ thought it would be real fun, real quick to say, who's winning this World Series this year? And I went, the Cubbies. I don't know much about baseball. I didn't know that that would be, um, they're like, really? You're thinking the Cubbies broke the curse? And I'm like, I don't know anything about that. But my career guidance were just like, the Cubs, you know, they hadn't won in like 100 years or something like that. Right. And let me tell you, I was like, I was really kind of mad at my guidance team because I'm like, what? <laughs> the, what the you know, world are you doing, big curse. <laughs> And I'm like, so I remember that, you know, if you remember that that World Series like lasted into nine games or whatever it is. I don't even remember. That's how much I know mm-hmm. about baseball, right? And so when they, you know, when they won and broke the curse, I was just like, oh, man, that could have ruined me. I'm like, exactly. I really had that exactly. conversation with my guidance team of like, I'm glad you knew what you were doing because that flew out of my mouth and I'm like you. I believe that, you know, fate can change anything when it comes to baseball and sports. So I right. wouldn't energetically tap into into that consciously ever. Like and you right, said, I don't right. want to be the cause of somebody betting the bank. Exactly. I know gambling is real. So, so hey, guys, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> well, I just thought, hey, if anybody did win, though, you know, Send a girl a, a paycheck, you know. Yeah, throw a guy, was, throw uh, a guy a bone, would you? That, <laughs> the odds of that win were just astronomical. And I was like, oh, big side, really. So that's my little, yeah, I don't, I don't like to I don't like to gamble on. Yeah, I, I stay away from it. I stay away from <laughs> yeah. it. You know, look, if we were 100% accurate, uh, every psychic would be a lottery winner. Yeah. 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 I just don't think we're I just don't think we're here for that. To me I'm like, eh, you know. And eh, what fun would that be, right? Yeah, there you go. Well, interesting thing popped into popped into my mind. We we talked about when when spirit tells you something and the the your client doesn't want to hear it. How about right. when spirit gives you something and you don't want to hear it? Uh, you you <laughs> learn to suck it up. And- 
Oh, yeah, and you learn to suck it up and take it. You say, okay, well, that's not what I wanted to hear, but I know it's in my best interest, and, mm-hmm. and it's what I need to do. And, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, the realm of spirit will throw us curveballs, and we have to learn to accept the fact that they can see a lot further down the road than we can. And uh, that's that's like the incident that I related to you when I was uh, was trying to get on TV, and um, the uh, the email came from the reporter, the the major reporter, and we came back too late to uh, to meet the deadline to be interviewed for a major network, and I was like all bit out of shape. And uh, I, I, did I share that story with you in detail or no? I I don't think oh. you did. No. Ah uh, well. Um, <laughs> I had been bugging the guys on the other side. I'd been been watching a lot of the things on TV, and I was like, man, they're they're not getting the right information out to people. And, and I wanted to help correct that because, as Tamara can tell you, there's a lot of BS out there in all of this and the spiritual realm. And and so I'd been bugging the guys forever. It's like, I've got to get on TV. I have to get a show. I have to get a, a wider voice. And so my wife and I had gone on a cruise. We came back. I opened up my email. And there was an email from, I don't remember the guy's name. I remember it was Hockenberry, but it was either David Hockenberry or John Hockenberry. He was the reporter that was in the wheelchair, and it was like for 60 minutes, 48 hours, one of the, the oh. news magazines on TV at the time. Yeah. So sure. here's an email from Hockenberry, and he wants to interview me for 48 hours or whatever it is. I was like, oh, my God. And I called the wife, and I look at this, look at this. Here it is, here it is. <clears throat> so we're reading the email. We get down to the bottom. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, we're back like three days past the deadline for him to be able to interview me and get me on the air for this major news magazine show. And I'm like, oh, man. And I'm just crestfallen, and I'm telling the guys on the other side, I'm like, guys, this is what I've been asking you for. This is what I've been open and praying for. And you dangle it in front of me like this and take it away? And the guys... <laughs> The only thing they would say to me was, just wait, you're going to be so glad you missed this. And I was like, what, are you insane? Are you nuts? I'm, I'm telling the guys on the other side of this. Are you insane? Are you nuts? Look at this, man. I'm, 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 I'm ranting and ranting. And they would just repeat to me over and over, you're going to be so glad you missed this. I'm like, well, this doesn't make any sense. So I'm pouting like a little kid, told he can't have an extra lollipop or whatever. And so about, <laughs> about three, four weeks go by, and... One Saturday afternoon, I'm watching TV, and I'm flipping through channels, and here's Hockenberry, and he's interviewing New York Times bestseller, world-famous celebrity psychic John Edward. And I'm like, oh, man, and I start grousing at the guys. I'm like, guys, look at this. John Edward has a best-selling book. He's, he's, he doesn't need this. I need that. What in the world? So I start listening to the to the interview. <laughs> And Hockenberry is doing everything in his power to make John Edwards sound like the biggest fraud, phony, drooling, idiot, con man, possible child on the planet. And I'm like, oh, my God, that would have been my introduction to the nationwide viewing audience. And the guys went, told you he's going to be glad you missed that. The point is, you know, they can see a lot further down the road than we can, and we have to be willing to accept wait or no or not now or a better time coming or whatever. And it's frustrating, but we have to be able to understand there's a reason for that. And uh, then subsequently, uh, out of the blue, here came this offer from uh, Atlas Media, one of the biggest production companies in New York City, for me to shoot a TV pilot for the History Channel. 
and I met my producer through there who became my friend, and we went on to work on other projects together, which inadvertently um, and ultimately kind of indirectly led to writing with Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead. So we have to be open and receptive, and when we get a no, we have to go, thanks, guys, okay, now where am I supposed to go from here? And take the leading that comes to us and go with that. Hmm. Just trust Need to trust. And and it's it's not always easy to do. You know, I'm like everybody else. I want all my success yesterday, and I want all my fun <laughs> yesterday, and I want all my answers plain and easy and lit up in a neon sign, John, do this. And, you know, but it, it rarely comes that way. It's a learning. We all have life lessons, and we all have learning sure. processes, and we all have to go through them. So. Sure. John, John Russell, my guest on the phone, uh, Riding with Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead is the title of the book, uh, available everywhere, Amazon, Walmart, uh, everywhere. And uh, let's go back to the phones here. This is, uh, let's see if, if it'll click for me. There we go. Area code 914. Hi, you're on the Ryan Lindsay Show with John Russell. Thank you so much for taking my call. I my pleasure. What's your name? My name is Katie, and I'm calling from New York. Okay, Katie, you have a question for John? Yes, please. Um, I'm also a creative person, and I I have a short project right now that I finished, and I'm wondering if I should extend it or um, leave it as it is and move on to another one. I think you should leave this as it is and move on to uh, to another one because my feeling is that if you continue to expend creative energy into this and try and polish it, perfect it, expand it, whatever, you're wasting energy that can be better spent developing more of your career, more of your expansion, more of your creativity, more of your insight, and will make better connections for you in the future. So leave this project lay, use it as a selling point, use it as part of your resume, move forward. And what I see for you, you can ask Ryan, I don't blow smoke at anybody. I don't tell them good things are coming unless they are. Uh, what uh-huh. I see for you is 2021, Just it's like it just opens up into the light. It's like this big, wide hideway opens up, and there's just all these wonderful opportunities, all this creativity, and so turn your vision and your focus toward that and believe in yourself that these things are in you and that these things can be done, that you can achieve these things. They're there for you. And I think you'll wind up making a bigger name for yourself than you can even conceive of right now. Okay? Wow. All right. Wow. Best okay. of luck to you. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bless you. All right. Thank you, Katie, for the call. And uh, that opens up phone lines, 319-527-6702. And uh, we kind of started off with this. This was a while ago now when we started this, this show. Um, John, do do spirits get excited around this time of year, around Halloween? I think they, they do. They make their presence um, felt more? They, they make their presence felt more because I think, you know, anytime you pay attention to something, Look, if you start paying a lot of attention to your wife, it's going to be reciprocated. You may be suspicious for a little bit, but uh, (laughs) it's going to be reciprocated. If you start buying her her favorite perfume, bringing her her favorite flowers, taking her out to eat, taking her out to shows, you know, the back rub, hey, honey, I made you a tub, bubble bath and candles and all of this, that gets reciprocated. 
And the other side is the same way. The biggest mistake in life that we make is that we perceive the other side as a friendly little happy puppy dog sitting there wagging his tail just waiting on us to say go fetch and bring us what we want. And it's not that way. You know, the other side has lessons for us to learn. We have life lessons to learn. Uh, We don't just get to go out and command this thing at our will. There's cause and effect. There's action and reaction. There's consequences. And we have to understand we're dealing with intelligences on the other side. And it doesn't matter if those intelligences are angelic, human, some other kind of spirit, nature spirit, whatever. These things have intelligences, emotions, will, volition. And so we have to learn that, hey, there's this respectful process that we have to undergo there. And if we do that correctly, we pay attention to that, it begins to pay attention to us. And the more we do that, the more it it reciprocates. And traditionally, holidays um, are are times where people turn more attention to that, pay more attention to that. (coughs) Excuse me, it's like, you know, Christmas time comes, everybody's in a giving mood, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, and then the new year starts, and you son of a gun, you know, and we're right back at it again. So, you know, these these seasons, these holidays, these energies, these emotions all do play into that, and we focus on something, and that enables the other side to, to focus on us and to reciprocate that attention. And, you know, if you think about it, uh, everybody tries to create an environment where the other side comes through. Uh, churches we go to a church and you pray and you sing hymns and you do this and you do that why to get in a worshipful atmosphere so god or the holy spirit or whatever will come down speak to you bless you heal you help you um you go to a seance you sing songs you raise the atmosphere you sing hymns you light candles you light incense you do this do that why you're trying to create an atmosphere that attracts that loving helpful energy that spirit to come through and to help you so, you know, you sit down, you meditate, you you focus. Why? You're trying to create an atmosphere where that energy will come to you. So, yeah, there, but there are certain occasions, yeah, like Halloween, uh, where more attention is focused there, and I think that energy makes it a little bit easier for the other side to reciprocate then. <clears throat> makes perfect sense, absolutely, yeah. when you put it that way. Tamara, any thoughts on that? Oh, he's absolutely correct. And, you know, because we've had such a bizarre year, right, a lot of reflection, a lot of purging of our frustrations, of our our ego, right? Yes, um, yes. It, 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 it It's been a struggle. I mean, I've just been reflecting on my year as I listen to these callers come in and bring in this, like, when is it going to change? I, too, have been getting, right at the beginning of this, I received Patience is going to be a virtue this year. Just do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in alignment. Count your blessings as often, even if it's just, you know, I was I showered today, right? Yeah, exactly. It's been a hard exactly. one for for many people, yeah. and but it's going to change. We're yeah, going to start is. feeling after this after this election. We're going to start feeling like, okay, it is what it is. Now can we carry on? And exactly. there's going to be some exactly. crazy still, and but it's been crazy. So we just. You just roll with it. That's but it. You, you, you've been getting the same download for many of these people that December is going to be very changing for everybody. 
right? Yeah. We're gonna big time. <laughs> we're gonna let the the door shut on 2020 and don't let it hit it, you know, hit you in yep. the ass on yep. its way out. <laughs> That's and, right. But but um, but in March is what I've been getting over and over and over again. Guidance has been telling people believe in miracles because as we're doing this deep yes. inner growth and expansion, clearing yep. the fear because I think we've all had that put in our face today or, you know, this, this year of, if not now, when? Yep. When do, when That's can I right. let go of the restraints of fear and this illusion yep. that I'm not enough or I can't go be, do whatever it is spirit wants me to do? That's when we're really just going to take our shackles off. We're never going to be the same in a Big good go. way. Yep. In Absolutely. a good way. We are going to expand right. our consciousness. And that's so exactly so what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, that's I exactly what I'm like, saying. We're, I just feel like, you know, we've been taking, you know, as, as souls here, taking a lot of training <laughs> and taking a lot of master training. Um, you know, this is earth school. And we've been, you know, it's been. We're, well, we're we've been schooled. <laughs> We've been schooled, and we've had to look a lot at ourselves, right, of all the things that – but really focus on the good right now. We're in just this retrospective, reflective time. Boy, we've created a lot of beauty, you know, and I think this is – we're going to be a lot more gentle on each other, right, once this this little – I think we will, yeah. And and what you said is so true. We have to focus on the beauty, you know, what your mind dwells on. That's what you fear, become, interact with, succumb to, whatever. And it's like people have to understand that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a little short story. There was a guy I knew, and he, he called me Jr. He's like, Jr. He'd say, Jr. come here. I'm going to tell you something. I was like, oh, geez, now what? And he called me over, and he says, Jr. He said, I'm going to tell you eight words that are going to change your life. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And he said, if it's to be, it's up to me. And I was like, holy cow. I said, this guy is right. You know, there's how many, you know, John Travolta's not going to show up on your doorstep out of the blue tomorrow and say, hey, here's the keys to Maserati, a million dollars, and a starring role in my new movie. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. You know, there are good people out there. There are beneficial donators out there and so on and so forth but listen if it's to be it's up to me you know i I want this thing i want that thing i want the other thing find out what you need to do it list the steps to get there and start taking the steps now along the way you may meet people that'll help you granted that'll that'll encourage you that'll endorse you that'll whatever but you have to walk that walk you've got to do it if it's to be it's up to me and i think that's the uh the thing that Tamara is saying here is we have to get past our fears. We have to get past our self-doubt. We have to get past 2020. We have to get past our history. We have to get past all this. Say, hey, look, I'm here. I'm whole. I'm able to move forward. I'm able to do something. Now, spirit, I'm ready. What is it? And then take what they give you. And if it's little steps, if it's, hey, go bathe in the river, go bathe in the river. You know, <laughs> Do whatever it is that spirit gives you. And take those steps, begin to move forward. You know, everybody, and, I, and look, I'm the same way. Tamara's the same way. Ryan's the same way. Oh, geez, you know, let me, tell me some, uh, Tell me, I'm going to win the lottery and get a big car and retire. We all want that, but that's not reality. That happens to so few people. The reason it's news is because it's news. It doesn't happen all the time. So <laughs> what we have to understand is, okay, spirit, where I'm at, 
what I've got. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. Show me how to do that. Help me achieve that. And and let me be a success where I'm at. How do I start with that, and how do I get to where I need to go? And I think most people have within them um, so much more than what they acknowledge, so much more potential, so much more capability. But, you know, people tell us, you can't. You're too dumb, you're too old, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too tall, you're too skinny, you don't have a, a this degree or that degree, or you don't know the right people, or you don't live in the right part of town, or people like you never da-da-da-da-da, on and on and on and on. And we have to determine, okay, let me turn all of those voices off. Let me turn the voice of spirit on, and let me turn my, my own honesty on, because, look, if I weigh 400 pounds, smoke 18 cigars a day, and eat 5,000 calories a day, I'm not going to win the New York Marathon next year. So let's be realistic, okay? <laughs> but but within what we are and who we are, we can hear the voice of spirit and say, okay, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? And listen to yourself. Ask yourself, if I could get up in the morning and be such and such or do such and such or achieve or have such and such, what would it be? And then ask Spirit to help you achieve that. Write the steps down. How do I get there? How do I achieve that? Where do I begin? And then start walking that walk. And that's how all spirituality is done. Uh, there are some magic wands and some push buttons occasionally, but they're few and far between. And most of the time it's us working on what Spirit tells us to do. And a lot of times it's like Ryan says, is that, is that really what you want to hear? Is that really what you want to do? A lot of times, <laughs> no, it's not. You know, But that's what we need to do. It's, yeah, it's you hear it, you know. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Brian. Oh, please, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just, you know, in reflection. Um, yeah, last March, you know, Spirit was, you know, I started hearing the call that I was supposed to put all my stuff in storage. And I was like, yeah, that, that'll that be interesting when that happens. And, I, I mean, it was getting louder and louder. And I slipped on the ice and sprained my ankle, and within one month, I had everything in storage and I moved to Nashville and the same kind of go. thing happened. <laughs> the same kind of thing happened though with coming back, which I mean, sometimes we have to come back, right. For, yeah. you know, I was coming yeah. back for the holidays and everything aligned, which, you know, has been uncomfortable because, you know, who didn't want to be in an open world, but, you know, spirit just told me, why don't you box up all your stuff when you come home? And yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I can go through it and everything because I was just renting a room there. And sure enough, I needed all my stuff. But just the other day, you know, I'd been getting in. You know, you're going back on the 15th. You're going back on the 15th. And I was getting very frustrated because all my doors seemed to be shutting. Like, no, you're not going back on the 15th. And sure enough, it was like, boom. You know, I got a call, hey, I'm driving down to Nashville on the 15th, you want to come with? Because versus flying, you know, that's, I can't go into, a, you know, with social distancing, I can't fly and, and start work right away. And um, so, yeah, it, it, sometimes we have to listen, and if we don't, we only frustrate ourselves, right? Exactly. And it, it's exactly. amazing how we, when we just listen, when we just listen and go, you know, and ask, tune in, tap in, we all have inner self. We all have higher guidance. Yep. And to work with that daily, 
And Fair told me it's going to be patience is going to be a virtue this year. There so you just go. entertain yourself. Entertain yep. yourself. Be like a child waiting for Christmas. There you entertain go. yourself. There you go. And uh, get in your creative mind. I I just love all the callers. A lot of creative people out there. And we are divine creators of our reality. And I love that, you know, yeah, there's no separation. I mean, when when you do this work, John, as as you know, it's like you meet so many beautiful souls. Yes. And anybody is, I mean, anything we want to do is truly available to us. Right. And, um, so just don't don't believe the hip, mass hypnosis of you can't do that. All right exactly. now, cosmically, exactly. but you're in the creation process right now. So keep yeah, the there's, faith. There's you know, a lot of things opening up right now. Yeah, there's a lot of things opening up right now. And it's stretching us back, but it's going to catapult us forward. Yep. So get ready. You know, I, I've gotten downloads and visualizations of me like moving before. And Spirit told me, well, you know you are, so why don't you just start the process? <laughs> so I was like, well, what do I do? And they told me, go clean out your junk drawer. Yep. <laughs> so it's like I clean, start start cleaning out my junk drawer. Start the you process. you got to start the process. It's like, yep. it's like Spirit's telling you, you already are. And I know a lot of callers tonight said, am I moving? Well, you obviously intuitively got the download. Right. So say yes to the universe. Okay. I am. I don't it. have to know yeah. where right now. I don't yep. have to know where right now. But uh, I'm going to start the process because it's going to, it. you're going to thank That's yourself it. later. And I just, I remember when I got the call, boom, you know, it's time to move. And I opened that easy junk drawer and just put it all in a box. And it was so like spirit like, see, that would have yep. taken you all day. And you were Freeing just, and liberating, you know, and it got the energy going, and you got <laughs> to where you were supposed to be. It got the energy going. Yep. And I got excited as if it was already happening, even though I didn't know where it was. There you and, go. Uh, there and I've you been go. getting that feeling again. So everybody and you know, has that's, that's the funny that. thing about spirit, and, and Tamara can validate this, is that a lot of times we are told to go to get moving, to move forward, and we don't know where we're going. We just know that we're supposed to be in movement, in motion, that we're supposed to take that next step and say, okay, when the next one's revealed, I'll take that one. And when the next one's revealed, I'll take that one. And sometimes we get to see the end from the beginning. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we only get to see the next step. Like Tamara says, hey, empty the junk door. Okay, well, that got everything in motion. That got her believing. That got her going. That She was obedient and responsive to that. And boom, there you go. That sets it in action. So that's what we have to do. And it's it's like, you know, it, look, it's difficult for us. We're fearful. We don't want to do the wrong thing. We get comfortable. We get in a rut. We don't want to move. We're scared to move, whatever. You know, somebody's told us, well, you can't do this, you can't do that, whatever, whatever, whatever. And my theory has always been ask. All you can be told is no. And if you get told no, you haven't lost anything, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. ask, sure. try, you know, go. It's like... Uh, you know, I, I got on coast to coast with George Nury, which is, is like one of the top level, you know, things. And, and people, sure. been, how in the world did you get, how in the world did you do that? And I said, the book opened up the door. I wrote the book and I wrote to the producer and I said, Hey, got this book. I'd like to be on, you know, coast to coast, talk about it. And boom, there it was, there I was, 
you know, ask people. All they can tell you is no, and if they tell you no, you hadn't lost a darn thing. Try, attempt, ask, believe, and keep moving forward, keep moving forward. You know, I've been told, let me tell you about this book. For seven years, every single week, without skipping a week, for seven years, I hawked this book to New York publishers and agents and so on and so forth, sometimes two, three, four times a week, every single week for seven years, and got told no over and over and over and over again. And instead of giving up, I said, you know, I believe in this book so much and in these stories so much and in what they teach so much. And I know that there's people out there that are going to read this and go, oh, my God, I needed this. I love this. This is great. I couldn't put it down. And that's happened. So I said, okay, it's it's got to happen. When the time was right, it was published, and there it is. I didn't give up hope. I didn't give up faith. And there it is, and it's out there, and people are saying that. Now, I knew if I could get it into the hands of the people that they would love it, appreciate it, and understand it, and they have, and that, that feedback has come back to me. And so, look, you know, we have to say there is a way. It may be difficult. It may take a while, but there is a way. And you keep focusing on it. You keep working toward it. You keep doing what you have to do. And, uh, that's look, that's how everybody makes it. If somebody's born with a tremendous inborn inherent athletic skill for some sport, unless they practice that sport 8, 10, 12 hours a day, every day they're not going to rise to the top of their profession regardless of their inherent skill and talent. It all has to be honed. You know, if Tamara and I, and said, oh, yeah, spirits communicate with us. You know, well, I'm going to go to the bar now and get drunk. Well, I'm going out to eat. Well, I'm going to go see a movie. We wouldn't have achieved a thing. You've got to sit and you've got to communicate with those spirits. You've got to get that guidance. You've got to work on that. You have to study. You have to look at uh, things that, you know, religious philosophies, parapsychological philosophies, all these things, and say what works, what doesn't, what real, what isn't, and find out what really helps people and, and how and it's a it's a full time process. It takes blood, sweat and tears to do this work. And so everybody has to put that in. So people need to understand you can't get discouraged. This is this happens to everybody, you know. <clears throat> Nobody's just born and they achieve this. No. It it takes work, it takes practice regardless of the skill that you have. So that that should encourage everybody and make everybody receptive to next year and say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to go for this next year. Yeah. yeah. So well said. So well said. John, with just a couple of minutes to go here, uh, tell folks uh, about the book again and where we can pick it up. Yes, Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and the Spirits of the Dead. I promise you it's unlike any book you've ever read. Go to my website, writingwithghosts.net, writingwithghosts.net. It'll have uh, all the information on there about me, the book, um, where to buy it, links to buy it. You can get it at Amazon in both uh, paperback and Kindle. You can get it at Barnes & Noble in paperback and Nook. It's coming soon for Apple. Um, It's available through Google Books. Walmart carries it online. Barnes & Noble has it online. Uh, Books a Million has it online. Uh, it's available now. Uh, Amazon is carrying this on their 
uh, Indian sites, Spanish sites, Italian sites, Japanese sites. Wow, it's going right. all oh. over the world. Exactly. It's going all, yeah, it's going all over the world. Great. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. And the feedback has been so wonderful. So uh, I really do encourage everyone to get a copy, not just because I need to be able to buy French fries with my hamburger, but because I really think <laughs> it, it's a beneficial book. It's going to help somebody. I, I stayed with it this long and put the effort into it this long because I really believe in it and the experiences and the messages and of the ability to entertain people, to help people, to inform people. And it is a really eye-opening book. So writingwithghost.net. Go and get your copy. If you can't get a paperback in time for Halloween, obviously you can download the ebook. You can read it tonight. So uh, it's it's there, and God bless you for buying it. Okay, excellent. Writing with Ghost Angels and the Spirits. Yeah, audiobook. Is that coming uh, down? Yeah, you know, I, I don't have it available in audiobook because it's like super expensive to do that. But if you buy the Kindle version, um, if you buy the Kindle version from Amazon and you have an Echo device or you have Alexa on your phone, on your cell phone, you can say, Alexa, read Writing with Ghost Angels and the Spirits of the Dead, <laughs> and she'll read my book to you. Very good. Wonderful. Very good. I didn't know that. I love your voice, John. That's why I said. But, you know, now now that everybody's heard your voice, I think that's beautiful because you can imagine John reading it to you. Anytime I know what the author's voice sounds like, that's how I read it in their voice. <laughs> yes. Oh, of course. So Alexa, stop. <laughs> and my Alexa just went off and started reading the book, I swear. Reading the book. That's right. Oh, wow. Uh, that's great. That's great. The spirit's going <laughs> okay, well, John, Tamara, this has been a lot of fun. We'll have to do it again next month. This is great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Halloween. it. Looking forward to next month. Happy Halloween, and we'll see everybody for a uh, a pre or a post Thanksgiving show next month, I guess. And sure. uh, wish everybody all the best until then. Okay, bless thank you, John. You have a good night. All right, bless everybody. Thanks for the callers and good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night, John. Good night, Ryan. Okay, good night, Tamara. And that wraps <laughs> night, it up. That, <laughs> that wraps it up for tonight's show, folks. Uh, take a look at RyanLindsayShow.com for information on uh, the next guests, past, present, and future. Norman Plotkin on Friday. We'll talk about hypnotherapy, Friday the 30th at 8 on the Ryan Lindsay Show. We'll talk then. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.